1: That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space.
0: At homethreads.com, Head over to HomeThreads.com
1: slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for dinner I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks,
0: you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order
2: fresh garlic and there's a time and a place for it but on a Tuesday at 5 30 when your kids are hungry like peeling and smashing garlic not the time for it like, it's just not the time welcome to didn't I just feed you a podcast about feeding us kids
1: hey I'm Megan and I'm Stacy welcome to this week's episode we're going to be talking about shortcut dinners with our friend I'm calling her our friend Kelsey Nixon, who
2: you might know she from Food is Network. is
0: friend. <laughs>
1: Every guest is our friend. I was thinking about this um, recently, like, in regards to Instagram friends. Because I call people, my friends, in conversation. And then I'm like, oh, actually, I only know them through Instagram. So they're actually, like, my internet friend, which is a whole funny thing. It's like when you read a Facebook headline or a Facebook story and you try to pretend like you were reading a, an
0: article. You're like, no. oh, I read recently. <laughs> I read recently. That's such a funny comparison. It is a little bit. Anyways, Kelsey's great. And she
1: had so much to share with us about shortcut dinners, which we need right now because. Oh, my goodness. Because fall what, is Megan? crazy? <laughs>
0: because what? Tell the us. The fall is crazy. Yeah. And you know what? I underestimated this year because I feel like family stuff is rolling along smoothly. I underestimated the change of seasons and yes. just like the physicality of of this switch from summer to fall. If that makes any sense.
1: Yes, from like just switching out clothes, physicality, and then also like I get seasonal allergies. Yes, me We've too. We've had some sickness in our like just cold and stuff in our family, yeah. but it's just like your body's working harder to stay
0: warm. Yeah. And there's like even just as simple as because I'm so sleep sensitive, having to wake up really early every single day. And now also Saturdays for us, because a lot of Saturdays we have these football games. It's just like in the summer, like even when they had camp, I wasn't packing lunch like that extra 45 minutes. It accumulates. And like you said, my allergies have been killer. Yeah, it's really bad. So At I don't all. know. There's what, like, I'm I don't just take exhausted anything for it either.
1: Yeah, I'm tired too. I am with you. Tired solidarity. Okay. Okay, but let's not talk anymore about that. Let's talk about our favorite segment, which is, I love it. I love, I love it. it. I love it. Cece, you said you have an I love it this week. And it's kind of juicy.
0: Yeah, it is juicy. And so what I'm going to do is point everybody to the show notes for all the details, because I won't be able to capture it here in a way that matters to you guys. But this is a really, really important one. So there is a fundraiser that happens every year that I have been involved in in the past. To date, they have raised over $150,000 for metastatic breast cancer research. So the campaign is called Bake It Happen. Ooh, I'm here for that. Yeah, you're going to love this one. And it's so easy, guys. They have a list of different recipes that are kind of their approved recipes that come from the woman who inspired the whole bake it happen movement who passed away from metastatic breast cancer. So she was a wonderful baker and her recipes are shared on their site. Again, I will link to it, but there is a chocolate chip banana bread, there is a pumpkin chip brownie. Judy is her name. They have Judy's black bottom cupcakes and a bunch of other things. And all you have to do is bake one of the approved recipes, share it, ideally on social media, but I actually think that you can email them too. Like if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, you can still participate. And then they will donate money. They will donate $5 for every photo that's shared with them. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's called the Cancer Couch Foundation. They have a... Um, annual partner. This year it's Taste Buds Kitchen, which is a really great space for um, family cooking classes in New York City that I've had the pleasure of going to. So it's a really important and wonderful thing that is an excuse to bake delicious things with your kids. I also love it.
1: I love it. I love it. Speaking of baking, my I love it this week is Julia Tertian's apple cake. which the women who run Dinner Sisters, the sisters who run Dinner Sisters podcast shared on their Instagram a while ago. And it's like a one bowl cake. I think it's like a very traditional Rosh Hashanah dessert. Yeah, baby. That just happened. It's happening. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Today when we're recording. Yes. The start of Rosh Hashanah, right? No, Monday. Monday. Just kidding. Just kidding. And it is so good. And it's like a one bowl cake and it has like a cream cheese with a little bit of sour cream frosting. (gasps) And I are, because, you know, we just restocked pantry. We had, we did that whole episode about what to eat now and how we're transitioning our kitchens from summer to fall. I had everything I needed to make it. And I was so, such a happy baker and it's so good. So we'll link to that
0: in the show notes too. Okay. So Megan. Stacy, You introduced this episode (laughs) as being about dinner shortcuts. Did I, or did I say shortcut dinners? Oh, I don't know, that's what that we, okay. That's the question. Dinner shortcuts or shortcut dinners. Are they one and the same? No, they're different and we, we need them both. Okay. So I think they're different too. And I agree that we need them both. So So, talk to me about what you end up relying on more, like shortcut dinners and what that means to you or dinner shortcuts. This is the distinction
1: I am going to make. Dinner shortcuts are things that you can buy that help you cook dinner faster. So that might be like jarred sauces, or it might be like the pre-chopped onion or pre-washed and chopped broccoli. Whereas shortcut dinners are things, and they can include the dinner shortcuts just to make it even more confusing. But shortcut dinners are things that like I can throw together at the last minute. Things like, um, we do this chickpea pasta a lot, which is like, I really just need a handful of pasta from the pantry, a can of chickpeas, some tomato paste from the freezer, and then like whatever dry spices or seasonings I want to add to that. And it's like, takes maybe 15 minutes to cook it and my family loves it. So that's, does that make, the distinction make sense? One is recipes and one is ingredients. Totally. Great. I definitely rely on shortcut dinners more than buying dinner shortcuts.
0: I hear you. I I think I'm the same way. I'm just thinking <laughs> about it because I was thinking about, I will say, though, that I love sauces. I, there are like a handful of sauces that I always have on hand, like right? simmer sauces. Yeah. Um, I like them to be all natural. Otherwise, I feel like I, I'll just throw it together myself. But um a tomato sauce usually that I can spice up different ways. Like I mostly use it Italian style, like a marinara, but I have been known to saute onion, garlic, ginger, add powdered curry, curry powder. Yes. <laughs> or and curry then paste,
1: which you talked about in the last episode. Yeah, but
0: this yeah. in this case I use powder, curry okay. powder. And then I add marinara sauce to that, and it becomes sort of a quick Indianish sauce. Yeah,
1: yeah, it sort of reminds me of like a tikka masala kind yeah. of
0: sauce. Yeah. And what else? But I, I do think you know, like a lot of pickled things, but those don't really like shortcut dinner as much as enhance really simple dinners that I'm putting together from scratch. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, I do a lot of pre-washed greens and we talk about that with our guest. I do like shredded carrot or like shredded cabbage to save me some time on chopping. Mm-hmm. But really I'm more about the shortcut dinner. Right. Did I say that right now? I'm getting all mixed up. <laughs> the dinner shortcut I know. you know what the I quick think, meal. Can I make a prediction yeah. about what's gonna happen?
1: This episode's going to go live and we're going to share it in our listeners group. And some one of our brilliant listeners is going to be like, actually, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. They're one in the same because X, Y, Z. And we're going to be the mind blown emoji about it. And everything we know about shortcut dinners will be changed.
0: You know, that's actually my favorite thing about this project. Yes. (laughs) Is that I love that you and I get to get on and share our expertise and what we know and then have all this feedback from home cooks who are in the trenches just like us being like, actually, ladies. And it's like, oh my God, yeah you're so
1: right because you guys are the real experts so we should shout out our listeners group on facebook which is a private group and you um have to know the answer to this question it's not a secret question the question's not secret (laughs) the answer is not actually a secret either we try to say in every episode we will take whiskey or painkiller honestly i also really like um, when people are like, I don't know what your favorite cocktail is, but my favorite cocktail is a Negroni or whatever it is. It it delights me. I'm like, yes, give me all the cocktail ideas.
0: Woohoo. Um, <laughs> also, it means they've listened because they know it's about cocktails. Yeah. Right. Right. So there you go. That yes. you get extra points. And everyone is welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do have favorites. We've said that there are some favorite listeners in the group who are like, constantly starting conversations and just have great comments and great advice to share with other listeners so yeah come be a favorite in our listeners group we should hear from our guest kelsey nixon but we need to take a quick ad break to hear from our sponsor bonza pasta
0: okay you guys you've heard me carry on about how much i love bonza chickpea pasta in several episodes this season which is why i couldn't be more excited to let you know that they have recently become a sponsor honestly we're so lucky
1: that the coolest brands ones that we love trust and spend our own money on end up supporting didn't i just feed you and our community
0: especially when their product is such an incredible lifesaver bonza chickpea pasta works tastes and feels just like regular pasta which is the kid win but it has nearly double the protein Three times the fiber and 30% fewer net carbs, which if you ask me, is the mom win.
1: And don't forget, it's also gluten-free, vegan,
0: and non-GMO. With spaghetti and tons of pasta shapes, including their new alphabets, Bonta has pasta and even rice that works for nearly everything and everybody, including me and my, you know, little low-carb diet I got going on. Pasta is back.
1: And you know pasta never went away in my house. <laughs> So I'm loving all
0: that extra protein, especially in the mac and cheese. For more information about Bonza Chickpea Pasta, visit eatbonza.com backslash didn't I just feed you where you'll also find our personal favorite Bonza pasta shapes. Plus
1: there's an exclusive coupon code for didn't I just feed you listeners off your next Bonza order. Kelsey Nixon is the sweetest and we're so excited to have interviewed her for this episode.
0: I feel like she could like be a guest co-host. Like if one of us ever goes on vacation. I'm upset right now. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking like I was about to make a joke about me getting pregnant and then she'd step in for me. Yeah, okay, but that was so that's weird. Obviously a really weird joke to make. Well, because but... it was supposed to be far fetched. <laughs> I'm clearly in an odd mood today. Um, it was supposed to be really far-fetched because then otherwise I'd get jealous because you'd be like, wait, she's a better co host than you. I know. Like, well, she's, she's also a pro- fan professional host. Like,
1: that's what she does, right? So, in addition to being an Emmy nominated TV personality she's also an author a wife a mom um like this is really cool if you don't follow her on um instagram she's sharing her second surrogacy experience with a surrogate who's actually in boise and so hopefully i'm going to get to connect with her in the future
0: oh no (laughs) after all this setup about how she'll take over as (laughs) (laughs) co-host
1: she's definitely not she's not um (laughs) She hosts Kelsey's Essentials and Kelsey's Homemade on Cooking Channel and was a finalist on Season 4 of Food Network Star, which might be how you know her. Kelsey's cookbook, Kitchen Confidence, and her product line with HSN help cooks navigate the kitchen with confidence. This is true. I attest to this. You can also catch her on a number of cooking shows on Food Network, including Guy's Grocery Games, Unique Sweets, Chop Junior. She has a new show called Dinner Takes All, and she lives in Portland with her husband and her two kids and one more on the way.
0: And I love that one of her kids' name is Ollie. That's what we yeah. call our Oliver too. Do you think
1: of shortcut dinners and dinner shortcuts as different things? I know I have an <laughs> opinion about this.
2: So do I. I Ooh, this is a tough question. <laughs> in- my, initially, my gut reaction is yes, they are different things. But I don't know that I've had enough time to properly form my case for, e- for <laughs> finding <laughs> each of those. Because when I first hear dinner shortcut, I think of maybe buying like a pre chopped onion or buying, you know, buying the yes. frozen garlic so that you're not, you know, smashing and mincing garlic every time. But when I think of shortcut dinners, I think of it more as a whole, like an easy weeknight dinner i don't know what, yeah. do, what do you guys think no are you i
1: absolutely agree with that and i think of shortcut dinners more as like non-recipe recipes where it's like you buy these three things at trader joe's and then you can mm-hmm. turn those into a dinner or sure. like stacy does hummus bowls a lot which i think of as a shortcut mm. cut dinner right stacy
0: yeah i mean i think i said exactly what you said kelsey that's i feel like they're two really different things
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i think yeah. both are really important i think that this skill and the experience comes with kind of putting the two together in the right way.
2: 100%. I couldn't agree more. I, and I'm a fan of both. Let, let the record be straight on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I consider I, both of th- my think repertoire. we all are.
2: Yes.
1: Much <laughs> like, um, Stacey always says she likes to help busy cooks, which is usually parents. And I think you're very much the same. Like yeah. your goal is always to make whatever meal it is, easier for people, um, but specifically family dinners. And so I want to know, not recipes, but this idea of dinner shortcuts, like buying the onion or the garlic, what are some of your favorites?
2: Well, I will say this. When I, we lived in New York City for about 10 years and moved to Portland, Oregon three years ago. And when we were looking for our first home, because we'd always lived in an apartment, one of the first things I did was search how far away I was from a Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Priorities>. <laughs> and it turns out
2: I'm four minutes. I am literally like I can nice. go to Trader Joe's at 5 p.m. and have dinner on the table. Groceries bought everything by 6 p.m. It is oh. It is so convenient. So I would say a lot of my... Um, oh, now I'm going to think twice about the phrase, why dinner shortcuts um, are a result of Trader Joe's and having some of those pre-chopped options or a prepared sauce or, um, you know, something along along those lines or utilizing a frozen veggie mix into something this or that. Couple of things. I mentioned the garlic. I am obsessed with this frozen garlic and ginger. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I do. It's like little
1: tiny cute cubes, the little right? Cube. Yes. yes. What is the brand? You can if you
2: know oh, it. Off the I top think of your it's head. Dorot. D O R O T. Yeah, and it is, and they have them in bait. They have basil too, and I think oh, maybe they have new. some other. So, because I just. I mean look, I love fresh garlic and there's a time and a place for it. But on a Tuesday at five thirty when your kids are hungry, like peeling and smashing garlic, not the time for it. Like it's just not the time. And I think Yeah, I think that um so that's when I always, always, always have those frozen garlic, ginger, and even some of the herbs like for example, I made a baked rigatoni the other night, and I didn't have fresh basil, and so I popped out one of those little frozen basil cubes and added it to the sauce, and it kind of just gave it this basil-y, nice flavor throughout. And I wasn't stressed that I didn't have this fresh basil put on top. So anyways that is one of those that i utilize those all the time love them so much other i'm a huge fan of pre slice butternut squash because once yes again, who, wants to, who wants to break down butternut squash um but it's so delicious and it's um and it's so great so yeah that, those are some of the initial things that come to mind another one i'm, I'm you know, almost a little bit embarrassed to fit this because it is not that difficult to make rice especially if you're utilizing a rice cooker but Trader Joe's sells this frozen rice. They sell a jasmine rice and a brown rice. Have you guys ever tried this? Yes, I have. (laughs) They're awesome, right? They're so great, three minutes in the microwave. And it's really good rice. So um, when you when you say that, those are, those are a couple of things that come to mind that we use often around here.
1: You mentioning rice made me think of we have a whole freezer episode where we talked about like, yes, sometimes I make rice in bulk and I freeze it. Stacey is actually much better at that than I am. I'm more likely to buy the frozen rice and yeah. just love it. Um, but also pizza dough, like pre-made pizza dough is a thing mm-hmm. that I will buy and keep in the freezer for those nights when you're just like, I have to figure something out here.
2: Yep. We, I, I have some in my freezer now. So, so that is definitely, <laughs> um, the other thing my kids have been loving lately is cause we kind of, we exhausted pizza to a certain extent. We started doing pizza night every Friday night yes. um, and now we're doing calzones and my little yeah. who is seven, is super into calzones. And, um, anyways, it's been fun. It's like, this past week, I made calzones and I I had him guess the the filling. So like I'd put some things in the filling. It was like a game for him to guess what was in there. But I totally used the, the pre-made uh, Trader Joe's uh, pizza dough that had been frozen because I bought it and we didn't use it in time. So I'm right there with you on that one.
0: I love calzones too. I feel there's something about them that feels easier than pizza sometimes.
2: Totally. Because totally. I just like fold stretch it, all, it a little
0: and then you just like throw it all in and fold it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly, and it's, it's a surprise yes. for the kid. <laughs> or you
1: put your kids to work and make them build their own calzones, exactly. which is the ultimate shortcut long way.
0: Yeah. I also lately have been making a shortcut of bean dip because Trader Joe's has a spicy chipotle black well, bean it. dip.
2: Yeah.
0: That is so good and i've been using it in everything i'm like it's tostadas it's like i'll <laughs> yeah. saute vegetables and then i use it as a base in tacos i'm like it's taco
2: night <laughs> it's- i love it i love it that's awesome and i'm i did not mean to make this all about trader joe's but i got to say speaking of tacos and trader joe's they have this beef sirloin taco kit right now that i I've, I've seen it in two or three trader joe's it's in the protein section so like near the actual beef not necessarily in the prepared food section if you see it, it's nine ninety nine, and it is delicious. It is so 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 good. So just a, a hot tip there for anybody. I really yeah. love that. Do you
1: feel like that feeds your family of four pretty well it, for ten dollars? That seems like a
2: steal. It's a little bit of a stretch. It's a little bit of a stretch. Everyone gets two tacos. I can for my family of 4, everyone can have two tacos. So then I need to do like a pretty hearty. I definitely need to do rice and beans. Yeah. I usually do some sort of fruit. So as long as I have another enough other components or like I'll make guacamole and we'll have guacamole as well. Or if my kids, you know, are being difficult, which I'm sure never happens in your families. <laughs> <so>, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a generous meal for my husband and I, where we can we can eat the tacos, and you know they poke around, and then I eventually cave, and they're having peanut butter and pretzels or something yeah. like that. Or quesadillas at my yeah. house. Yeah. Like yeah. we're eat, having the little, like, delicious
1: tacos with everything on top, and then my kids are just having like tortillas with cheese. No, I, know. We, I is... really
2: try. I really try, and like honestly, for the most part, I I have success. Like we had salmon last night. And my son was convinced he didn't like it. And he ended up trying it twice, two separate bites, and still is convinced he doesn't like it. But still, he tried. And I'm like, you know what? This was totally a success, the fact that he even tried it.
1: So that's absolutely a win. So I think it's so refreshing to hear you talk about kits. And I'm curious, this is a question, actually, for both you, Kelsey and Stacey, like, do you ever do meal kits as a way to shortcut dinner?
2: So are you talking like a, using like a meal kit service or making your own meal kit? Like a HelloFresh. Fresh. Yeah,
1: like a HelloFresh yeah. or mm-hmm. um, in Boise, Albertsons now has plated, oh, which yeah. you can buy like the plated kits in the store. It's kind of like what you're talking about with Trader Joe's, like where your yeah. store might have a little meal kit that you can throw together. Or I think of like Costco has...
2: Oh, they sure. They have a chicken taco kit yeah. that we've utilized before or the yeah. stuffed peppers. Yeah. So that is definitely... I would say it's not something that I do weekly, but I'm definitely not opposed to it, especially if it means ordering pizza versus using a meal kit. Does that mean like I would rather do the meal kit or driving through wherever um, to get my kids chicken nuggets for, um, for dinner? So yeah, I definitely am not opposed to using meal kits at all. I have actually, and I don't mean to create a tangent, but I think that the meal kit thing is so valuable and that I've started to kind of make my own meal kits to a certain extent where I, my new approach to meal planning, because it was feeling a little, I was a little exhausted of it, is I have a pantry bin and I have a fridge bin for all the nights of the week that I cook, which is usually Monday through Thursday and Sunday. Okay. And so I take, I map out my recipes and then I do my shopping and I put all of my fridge ingredients in the fridge bin and all of my pantry ingredients in the pantry bin so that when I get to that night, I pull out the two bins and all of the ingredients are already pulled together. And I'm telling you, it shaves time off of the prep and it, it's almost like it just makes it easier because I've got everything right in front of me. Yeah. So in would... a way, I love this idea of a meal kit and I, I'd like to think that I'm trying to mimic that to a certain extent.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that mental load piece is what really speaks to me. This idea that, like, even if you know what you're going to cook, that like getting into the kitchen, shifting headspace from work or whatever you've been doing to cooking, and then being like, okay, what do I need again? Like, that just feels like a lot sometimes, even if it only takes five minutes. It can feel kind of heavy and kind of set the tone for cooking. Versus really. going in and just being able to grab it mindlessly so you yeah. can take a breather and jump right in with ease, I feel like would make a huge difference.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because like like you guys, I'm sure someone's always yelling at me. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> it's not like I'm really focused and making dinner, but I'm either, you know, trying to pacify a, a neighborhood fight with the the boys who are yes. playing baseball outside or My daughter's begging to watch the iPad, you know, something like that. So to just have everything pulled together has been so awesome. And then what I do have a few extra moments I can kind of look in those bins and like, we're having like teriyaki stir fry with pork and pineapple tonight. And like yesterday I had a few extra minutes, so I sliced the bell peppers and it's like, Oh, and then I can just put them back in there. So if I have a minute, everything's pulled together that I know exactly what I could do to prep, to make things even easier on that night. So I don't know, I've only been doing it for about six weeks. And so I can't, I can't say it's a proven method yet, but it's been a really, it's been fascinating for me to to really recognize just how much more manageable weeknight dinner feels with having all of those ingredients pulled together. And I literally build those bins when I'm unloading from the grocery store. I put the ingredients straight into those bins. I think it's really reducing on food waste in my refrigerator too. that's always a win as well.
0: You know, we always talk about cook once, eat twice. And I think that that's actually pretty intimidating to people who don't feel confident as cooks. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I'm thinking might be really useful about your strategy is that if you've set up these bins, when you go into cutting a pepper, either for your kid's lunchbox or for dinner on Monday night, those bins help actually visualize and remind you and give you a cue as to what you're going to be cooking on the other nights. And it might make it easier to kind of, oh, well, I'm going to need pepper on Thursday night too. I'll just cut both of these peppers right now. Right. It kind of combines the best of meal prep and meal planning.
2: Totally. And then they don't get, you know, the it stuff doesn't get lost in the produce drawer where you've used, you know, half a head of broccoli and then, you know, it gets buried by the cilantro and the kale and everything else. It's because you're using it and it's fresh in your mind. I've, I've just been so pleased with it. I will say at the end of the week, my fridge looks very bare and it's almost like, I'm like, oh shoot, we have no food. And I'm like, no, yeah. wow, no, we have everything we need. We're just actually utilizing and using more of the food in the refrigerator and stuff isn't going bad. So. So we'll see I'm going to I'm going to keep going with it and see if if I love it as much as I do now in another, you know, 6 weeks or 12 weeks. But it's been a really good system.
1: We're going to ask you to follow up and also we'll probably want to share the a link to the bins that you like oh, for you your fridge it. for people. It. I just love I feel like that's full circle on the like idea of meal prep for families. Like sometimes people are like, "Oh, you just meal prep these random things and then like how do you put them together for meals when you do have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old tugging at your leg or yelling or they're fighting behind you and to, like, not have to think about it because it's already prepped or already mostly assembled in your fridge is just is brilliant. And actually we've had so many great guests talk about their different techniques for meal planning. Like we recently had a woman who meal preps for a whole or meal plans for a whole month at one time, oh, yeah. but no one has talked about this idea of kits and, and helping you shortcut cooking without really having to buy anything extra, like buy those right. pre tropped things necessarily, mm-hmm. or having to buy specialty ingredients. Like you can do that with any meal right. that you're planning to cook and make it faster.
2: Exactly. So I can kind of utilize those meals that I know my kids will eat. Um, and I'm not as limited to, you know, making a bulk batch of shredded pork or something like that, which I'm still a fan of. And, you know, by all means, there's so much value in meal planning and meal prep. And I just, I found that I do need to kind of switch it up because I fall into a rut after a while yes. and it becomes less exciting and I don't want to do it. And so this was kind of an, an attempt with getting back into school knowing that we were gonna be more regular about our family dinners throughout the week. What can I do to kind of streamline this and feel excited about about cooking again? Because even as someone who my career is in food, I am super passionate about food, I love it. It still gets old. Like I'm just still a normal person that doesn't always love making dinner from my family. Um, So it's important to to mix those things up.
0: Yeah, we say that all the time.
2: (laughs) I think that's sort of
0: how and why this podcast started. Because we, we wanted to just be transparent about that. It's such a great medium for really digging into the reality of what it's like to feed a family all the time, because on Instagram, that's not really, you know, that's like our best work. And every once in a while we'll show like a fail or be funny, but like, we can really dig into what it means. Um, But you guys both mentioned like Chopping and the pepper and washing the kale. I want to know from both of you how much you guys utilize really pre chopped veggies, pre washed greens, and all that good stuff where you can just open the bag and use it, dump it into the pan or
2: the bowl. I bet you never utilize it, huh, Stacey? <laughs> <laughs> never. Or Megan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, I'm, I, try not to buy like the pre-chopped onion and butternut squash, those things like in the fresh produce section, mostly for me because of, the waste. And then this is going to sound so contradictory because the next thing I'm going to say is that I do buy like the pre-washed and pre-chopped greens and broccoli, Mm -hmm. which is still plastic packaging. So I don't know why, (laughs) I don't know for me what the difference is, but I just tend to rely more on those two things, like the veggies that are pre-chopped in a bag and greens that are pre-washed in a bag.
2: Yeah. And I would say, it's funny you say that because there's a couple there's a couple of things, squash being one of them, <laughs> but it is squash that I just don't like breaking it down. So I think it's somewhat ingredient dependent. If I really dread a certain task that I don't want to do, then some, but, but like an onion, I actually don't mind. I actually don't mind an onion. So, and I actually find that buying the pre-chopped onion sometimes make your, makes your refrigerator stink anyway. Yes. And yes. So, I'm with um, you on that. So it's, it's not worth it. So I mean, like I go back to that frozen garlic. That to me is just the because I, ugh, anyways, that is more of these past <laughs> I hate doing. Why I hate, yeah, you know, chopping okay, garlic yeah. so much. But then you know your fingers stink and you're anyways. Um, but yeah, so I would say I am utilizing. I probably purchase at my weekly grocery shop one or two pre-chopped things each time, but. By and large, I'm I'm mostly breaking down my own my own stuff. Um, but except for greens. I'm gonna go back with you on greens. I do buy a lot of pre-washed greens. I yeah. definitely do that.
0: Yeah, it's we all seem to fall in the same range. And I think that it's just important to note that the choices we we're making really align with our own personal likes and dislikes in the kitchen. Sure. And that really, I would say for me, other than onion. I would recommend that people buy however much and whatever much is going to make them feel happy and willing to go into the kitchen and cook. Right. Onion, I agree with you, Kelsey. It makes your fridge smell. It also goes bad really fast, whereas like an onion kept in a dark place, a dry place just lasts for a while. I think I get that people don't like chopping onion. It can be very annoying. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I, it just goes bad and it gets slimy and like sometimes it even has kind of a funky taste.
2: Yes, I totally, I totally agree. I same thing. I'm, I i do not look forward to chopping an onion every day (laughs) by any means. And once it, I feel like the more you chop onions, the more you get familiar with it, and it's, it just gets easier. Um, So yeah, I, I'm not a fan of of the pre chopped onion. Um, The other thing I'll say is because i have actually been doing this a little bit more as i have gotten to into more of an organized system in my refrigerator is that i just forget how if you are like let's say i made dinner last night and i used a quarter of an onion and i had the rest of this onion utilizing like do you ever use those rubbermaid brilliance containers basically a, a container with a really tight fitting lid i have been prepping veg and a a lot of it's been driven by what I'm putting in my kids lunches too so yes totally it really does keep so much longer and it's so much better when you put it in an airtight container it's kind of like a a dumb moment like oh of course it does but I've got to say if you really if you really hate doing it and you want to just do it once a week I feel like you're better off chopping an onion on a Monday putting it in an airtight container rather than the plastic stuff you buy at the store and pulling from that throughout the week. I think that's that's one way to maybe reduce. you like, oh, I got to chop an onion four times this week or whatever it may be. But um,
1: but yeah. Yeah, that's the same idea of like the, pr- the cook once, eat twice. It's like yes. prep once. Just do all yep. your onion chopping at one time. I wanted to add um, we have a school friend, a PTA mom, who she's like – Really trying to eliminate waste in her personal life. But sometimes she does need to buy the like pre chopped veggies. And one of the things that she has been doing is utilizing. Not every grocery store has this, but utilizing like the salad bar in her grocery store, oh, that's a
2: good and idea. using
1: like buying the peppers and buying like just the onions she needs for one meal that are already pre-chopped for her to make things easier and oftentimes less expensive than buying like wow, the plastic that's a container. Great of idea, onions. yeah. And now we the the a couple of Albertsons near us have what they call a meal prep bar where you can mm-hmm. literally like bring your own containers if you want to and just fill up with chopped onions and. Peppers. I haven't done that yet, so I don't know if it's more or less expensive than buying the the deli containers.
2: You know, I just noticed we have Fred Meyer here that's really popular in the Pacific Northwest. And They just put one of those in. So it'll be interesting to see if that kind of becomes a trend within grocery stores um, of doing that food prep bar. Um, I also have not utilized it yet, but it definitely caught my eye.
1: Yeah. And I think it's just another option for parents who are really busy or cooks, I should say, all Mm -hmm. cooks who are really busy and they maybe feel intimidated by breaking down a butternut squash or whatever it is. If they can buy things from a bar, it's kind of, I think, a win-win for everyone. little less waste and... They get the the prep they need done. Yeah. Okay. We only have a few more minutes. So I want to put some pressure on you, Kelsey. Okay. I'm ready for it. Because <laughs> I know you're really good at this from being on the set of game shows, <laughs> JK. If you, let's say it's one of those crazy nights. You don't have your bins prepped in the fridge with something ready to go. What is your go-to shortcut dinner? Even if that means you have to run to Trader Joe's or pull stuff from the pantry, what what are you going to go
2: to? Okay. So I'm going to go to turkey tacos. Um, okay. for one of the reasons it's it's because I know my kids will eat it. <laughs> so Which is um, key. Yeah, it's yes. a favorite, knowing like I'm not gonna make something, I'm not gonna stress about making something and then no one's gonna eat it because there's no worse feeling <laughs> in the world. Um but yeah, I use ground turkey and I do um if I if I have onion, then I'll do a little onion. I throw ground turkey in there, I use the chili lime seasoning blend from Trader Joe's. And then I add in a can of uh, diced tomatoes with green chilies, and it makes kind of this saucy, yummy, taco filling and then that and I almost always have pickled onions on hand which that may sound ridiculous and crazy but really no. they're not difficult to make and I swear they make everything taste better. Yeah, we so talk beautiful. about
0: them a lot. We're team pickled <laughs> okay, onions for yeah, okay. sure. They've come so, up in many episodes.
2: Yes, yes, I love them. I love 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 them. Um I usually have cabbage on hand or lettuce so I just feel like I can pull tacos together um pretty quickly and then we usually have some sort of salsa or something like that. And I've always got rice and beans. So I feel like I can pull that together. And that is, that's kind of my go-to. And I'm flirting with the line of my family getting burnt out on it, but we're not there yet. So yeah, i just gotta keep doing to keep doing it until yes, you get exactly, there. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> I really love that. Like Stacey recently turned me on to my favorite shortcut dinner right now, but I almost feel like that's m- what she might say is her answer too. Oh, really? Yeah. Stacey, do you have any guesses what it is? Is it tostadas? It's totally tostada. (laughs) (laughs) Totally tostada. Yes.
0: No, but Stacey, is that your go-to shortcut dinner too? It kind of changes every once in a while because my family definitely does get burnt out. I made them last night and the kids were like, happy, but not as happy as As (laughs) it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel, I feel my, I feel the clock ticking on that one. (laughs) Um, I also do like a quick soba salad is something that I talk about a lot because soba noodles cook very quickly Mm -hmm. and I use what I call lunchbox vegetables. So Mm -hmm. I always, even if I don't have a meal plan or I'm rushing, grab a red bell pepper, some cucumber, some carrots for my son's lunchbox, my Oliver. And those make a great soba salad and a vinaigrette. Like, and if I have pre-made vinaigrette that I've made like at the beginning of the week, that's just a basic one. Sometimes I'll just grate some fresh ginger into it Yum. so that, it, yeah. and put like a couple of drops of sesame oil, so that I give it a new flavor profile, mm-hmm. and then toss the noodles and the veggies with it.
2: Ooh, that sounds delicious that does sound um, really good. I love I love that you mentioned tostadas. I had a friend um yesterday who was telling me she did tostadas with her kids and made them into pumpkins and so she did like cheddar cheese for like the eyes and the nose and the mouth the cutouts. And so I was oh, like, okay, oh, would probably like making pumpkin tostadas at least once. I, I mean, who knows. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't like it, but um kind of a fun thing with with October on the horizon. And really if you buy the crispy
1: tostada shells already, mm-hmm. then you could use a lot of what you use in your turkey tacos to do right. the same thing exactly. right like that chili lime seasoning that ground uh, yeah. turkey um so hopefully that'll keep oh. your family from being burnt out yeah
0: new life into your turkey taco <laughs> trick the
2: turkey it's tacos. turkey
0: tostadas
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, i love it
0: i want to quickly talk about sides before we sign off because yeah. We've mentioned a lot of pre-prepped and washed veggies, and I just want to give a shout out to pre-washed baby spinach. (laughs) Yeah. Because
2: for me, like
0: on a week when I'm in a groove and I've done the meal planning and I have these quick dinners, whether it's tostadas or something slightly more involved because I feel like I have the time, often I feel like I need the shortcut for the veggie side because I'll be like, oh, totally forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are we going to eat as our veggie? And pulling a pre made vinaigrette, I usually make it on Sunday for the week. Uh And that bin, that beautiful clamshell of pre washed baby spinach, (laughs) which my kids will eat, is like such a lifesaver. I do that at least twice a week. My
1: go to is frozen corn. Like I pull oh, frozen corn or good. peas yeah, out peas. and just saute them with a little butter and everyone will gobble either of those up.
2: Totally. I um, always have a bag of petite peas in my freezer, and I don't know why. I'm convinced the petite ones taste better. (laughs) They're sweeter. I think they're sweeter, (laughs) too. They're sweeter, right? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. They're sweeter, but we do, uh, that's what I was going to say, is we do frozen petite peas a lot, and with a little bit of butter and a little bit of salt and pepper, and those are pretty darn tasty. But yeah, we do, I do sautéed spinach a lot, or even sometimes I'll sauté pre-washed kale as well. Yeah. And I always like, like, I don't know that my kids really care about this as much, but sometimes I'll do um, the spinach with a little bit of of olive oil, lemon juice, and then I'll we'll sprinkle a little feta cheese on top and then yes. put the lid on and it softens it a little bit. And that spinach and feta, I mean, depending on what else you have going on on the plate. Oh, it's so delicious. So, so yummy.
1: We love any opportunity to put cheese on it. Okay, good. On anything.
2: <laughs> we have a little <laughs> phrase
1: here. It's where called, we say, oh cheese-y. yeah, cheesy.
2: Cheesy, Yes, yes., <laughs> oh, that's
1: great. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us about shortcut dinners and dinner shortcuts.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, not one and the same, but both entirely useful for any busy food. Do
1: you remember?
2: Okay.
0: I love when our guests are just chock full of information and tips. So, I'm just going to cut right to the chase and get to a lightning round. I want your top two dinner shortcuts and your top two shortcut dinners.
1: Holy guacamole. Do it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Dinner shortcuts. I buy a lot of like the pre chopped broccoli. I know chopping broccoli is not hard, but like sometimes when I just need a Hail Mary side or like to have a veggie to throw in pre chopped broccoli and pre-chopped kale, which we talked about with Kelsey. I buy those a lot. I feel also like frozen meatballs are a dinner shortcut that we don't talk about a lot. I, I do buy frozen meatballs or pre-made the like fresh packed ones, um, and turn those into dinner, which is a good segue into a couple of my favorite shortcut dinners are meatball-based. One is actually, a mir- we call it a miracle meal that I've written about on the kitchen and we'll share the recipe for it. And it's basically you make meatball subs with frozen meatballs, a jar of sauce, hoagie rolls, and then you also roast the pre-chopped broccoli on the baking sheet at the same time. What's another one? We do, we've been doing pot stickers a lot recently. I bought um, pot stickers, like, in a large volume, obviously, because I bought it from Costco. And you can turn frozen pot stickers, obviously, like, into pot stickers and have that with, like, lunchbox vegetables chopped up and dipping sauce. And that's really easy. But also you can turn them into soup or into um a stir fry. So that's, this is a weird moment where I'm, like, converging shortcuts and Shortcut dinners in the same one.
0: Now, Stacy, the pressure's on you. Okay. okay, for my ingredients, I buy a ton every week. I buy pre-washed baby spinach. Yeah, it's a staple. I actually don't always buy the pre-washed kale because I don't like baby kale. I like regular kale and they don't always have the chopped mature kale. and I'll opt for like a full bunch that I have to like wash and chop myself over baby kale. But I buy a lot of pre-shredded carrots, which I know sounds really weird, but Oliver likes them in his lunch. It helps make a quick salad. So I can make a quick slaw with it. I can make a quick salad with raisins that he likes in his lunchbox. I put it in a sandwich with cream cheese. And then there's always a lot left over. And I find that I'm the queen of dressing spinach or kale and being like, here's our vegetable, it's a salad. Brilliant. Sometimes the kids are like, where are the other salad ingredients? And I'm like, oh yeah. I opened that bag of pre-shredded <laughs> <laughs> carrots. I'm like, here you go. See, you're doing what
1: I did. You use the shortcuts together. Yeah.
0: So smart. So those are two of my favorites. And then for shortcut meals... This is not like this was not mandatory at all as part of our partnership. But part of why we came up with that Bonza rice, one pot rice dish is because I really, truly do a version of that, like at least once a week, at least once every other week. It's so easy. You do orzo. Bonza calls it rice, but it really functions more like orzo, if you ask me. Like in one pot, you saute onion. You add the orzo or the bonds of rice, you toast it, then you add some liquid and it cooks and then you can put whatever, you can put sausage and like tomatoes with green chilies and you get something that has that kind of flavor profile or you do just tomatoes and then a ton of Parmesan and it feels <laughs> like, like a cheesy yummy pasta. And orzo and the bonza rice cook so fast. And I actually like doing the bonza because then you get extra protein and you don't have to worry about adding meat. So that is my one. And the other is I, this is again, another convergence, Greek yogurt, because I can mix it with cucumber and make like a tzatziki that then goes well, which is like very plain sauteed chicken. I can add it to a hummus bowl, which is another one of my short, like dinner shortcuts, and you can turn it into a pasta sauce. So you should listen to our pasta episode for tips on that. Like you can saute onion, add yogurt, a little lemon juice, toss it with pasta and it's delicious.
1: That's one of my favorite recipes too. I think we've shared it. There's a recipe like caramelized onions, yogurt, and spinach. Those are all of your things with pasta. So
0: good. Exactly. And you can add pine nuts if you have those in the freezer. It's delicious and really fast and easy. All right. We did it.
1: We did it. We shortcut our way to shortcut. <laughs> hey, find us as didn't I just feed you on Instagram. Also, you can find Stacey as at Stacey Billis and I am at Megan underscore Splon. And you can also join our private listeners group. Answer the question with either
0: whiskey or painkiller, or tell us your favorite cocktail. And most importantly, subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You so you don't miss a single episode. And if you like what you hear, tell your friends, and also rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It makes a really big difference.
1: Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen provided by Jamendo. A huge thank you to our editors Jeremy N, Samantha Gapsick and the team at Counterweight Creative. I'm Megan
0: and I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well fed until next week.
2: Don't forget to smash all 5 stars on iTunes. Or leave us a review.